0: Thanks to all who continue to listen. Season 2, Episode 4, Message to Garcia. So most of you don't know that I tend to have hobbies. And these hobbies that I have keep me from getting physician burnout. Earlier last year, I actually wrote a screenplay about Will Rogers and my distant relative, or my great, great, great uncle, Bill Pickett, who is actually the first black cowboy inducted to the Cowboy Hall of Fame, called the 101 Ranch. And I'm working on getting this picked up. And it's a great story, especially since everybody's interested in Yellowstone and and Western themes. But another script idea I had was to write about the real life story, a message to Garcia. And actually, this is a theme within my neurosurgery department at Virginia Commonwealth University. And this week, I actually said in clinic about an issue that I was having that I was trying to get taken care of and it wasn't like a medical issue, but it was more of a clinical technology issue that wasn't being addressed. And I remember saying this person is clearly not a message to Garcia person. And I asked my staff if I'd told them the story, of message to Garcia, and I probably have told them uh, several times and they laughed at me because I had, but I thought that this would be an important um, story to relate. And I know that it's easier when I just talk and I don't read. But I did um, have a post back when I did a blog online about Message to Garcia. And so to sort of summarize what that is, I'm going to read that. And then I'll explain a message to Garcia. Actually, when I first got to Hendrick, that one of the wound care nurses, Travis, uh, helped me out. And I thanked him, and I paid it forward for him being that message to Garcia individual. So um, when I was in training, I was actually at the VA, I got on my desk this bag of goodies and actually a thank you note. And the thank you note had come from Dr. Holloway. And I didn't put in my story what it was about. But Dr. Holloway, like I talked in previous podcast, was uh, one of the inventors of uh, frameless deep brain stimulation. And because of that, she did uh, uh, deep brain stimulation on uh, individuals at both VCU as well as the Hunter Holmes VA. And actually, we had individuals who came to get their surgery done by her all the way from Atlanta, Georgia. Um, everybody on the like the Eastern Seaboard, um, they would get referrals for her to do the DBS stimulators on them. So that was her expertise. And one of these patients had come in from several states away, and this is a big ordeal. And for some reason, there had been a miscommunication about when to stop their. Uh, Plavix. And so we actually had a test at the main hospital that could see if it was therapeutic or not. And if it was therapeutic, then we would not do the surgery the next day. But the problem was we didn't have that test with the VA. And it became my task to figure out how I could get this patient to get that test performed to see whether or not we could actually do the surgery the next day. And I don't know exactly how I figured it out, but after about 60 minutes of phone calls, I did. And the patient ended up being able to have their surgery the next day without any bleeding complications because the Plavix had not been therapeutic. And so their surgery was not canceled and they were able to get it done recover and go back home and like I said I believe this patient was from Georgia so you know between Georgia and Virginia that was a pretty big trip and so in a way for Dr. Holloway thanking me she wrote this thank you note and basically said thanks for being a message to Garcia individual and I'm going to sort of summarize the summary and read it to y'all so you you can understand what that means. So, A Message to Garcia is by Albert Hubbard, and it takes place at the time of the Spanish-American War when the United States decided to join the Cuban revolutionaries. And President McKinley wanted to send a message to General Garcia in the mountains of Cuba stating that the United States would join his effort. And President McKinley asked a number of people if they were willing to carry this message. However, he met with responses such as, How do I get to Cuba? And once I get there, what do I do? And what do I do when I meet General Garcia? The president couldn't find anyone who would deliver this message. All he encountered were excuses or obstacles keeping them from doing so. And finally, someone said, President, or Mr. President, I know someone who will deliver the message. It is Colonel Rowan. Colonel Rowan was invited to appear, and President McKinley said, I have a message that I would like you to deliver to General Garcia. Colonel Rowan said, the message will be delivered, and walked out, not asking how, why, or when. So thus in neurosurgery training, and maybe that's the difference between us and other specialties, or at least me encountering obstacles, I learned in training to figure it out and only come back if you couldn't figure it out with much effort. And so therefore, It does tend to frustrate me when people come back and ask the same things that President McKinley was was dealing with. How do I get to Cuba? Once I get there, what do I do? And when I do, uh, what do I say to General Garcia? They wanted the president to tell him how to get from A to Z. Colonel Rowan just did it, and he figured it out and got the message to him. And thus, this was the motto in our neurosurgery department from Dr. Young to get the message to Garcia. And thus, my staff and my team are great message to Garcia individuals, and I appreciate their effort on figuring things done, how to get things done and there's so many times that they do this day in and day out, realizing patients don't get imaging that they're supposed to get before they follow up with me, calling and making it happen and I can't thank them enough, and I don't know if the patients that I have realize what they do but They're great message to Garcia individuals. And the first time when I came to Hendrick, I needed a wound care um, treatment on a patient. And it was, I can't remember, it was like Friday afternoon and everything closes Completely down in Abilene on Friday afternoon, and I reached out to one of the wound care nurses, or actually Travis, their physical therapist here in Abilene. And I said, Travis, I need this done. And he, he called me back in 10 minutes and figured it out. And when I realized what he did to figure out what I needed done for my patient, The next week I went to the United, which is, you know, uh, right by the hospital and got him a gift card and and a thank you card. And I said, thank you, Travis, for getting the message to Garcia. And I told him in the thank you card about the neurosurgery motto we had in our department. And so as we are in our careers, and our life. My main, how do I say this? My main advice is, if you're not a message to Garcia individual, to find individuals that are and learn from them, because it will allow you to go very far. So, In the end, Dr. Holloway rewarded me a thank you packet for being that type of individual. And I later have paid it forward to others. There are many times you don't get the pat on the back for being that individual, like Colonel Rowan. But in a way, it's sort of self-satisfying. You looking at obstacles and conquering them without asking for a lot of help and helping others in the process, that's a reward in itself. Thanks again for continuing to listen. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I hope you enjoyed.